Ryan. How are you today? I'm great, Coach Stephanie. How are you? I'm great, Coach Ryan, and it's so exciting to talk to you today about heart rate variability on the Fitness Nerds podcast. Yes, so edition number two, I guess, officially. Yes, we are edition number two. So, yeah, well, great. So, I'm actually uh, on the road today. I'm actually up in Schaumburg, yes, outside of Chicago, Illinois. So, I'm uh, recording on a little little different time frame. But let's uh, get away for a couple of days, try to get some business stuff done, and uh, get some planning done. That sounds pretty exciting. Yep. I'm at home in sunny Peoria, Arizona, where I'm wearing shorts. I feel guilty sometimes talking to some of my online clients um, who I coach in the Northeast, and I'm wearing shorts, and they're talking about shoveling snow. Yes. So it's uh, definitely where, I think actually we're here in Chicago today, we're in the 40s. We're supposed to get up to about 50, but where I'm from in uh, just south of Cincinnati, it's been obviously very cold as well and it's actually i guess it's in the 50s a day we get back home tonight so oh uh, our yes. right now it's 52 but our high today is going to be um 82 wow yeah it makes <laughs> it a whole lot easier to train outdoors yes it does a place to train versus training indoors so. although in the summer here it um we can train outside, but we have to get up at 4 a.m. and use lights because it's so hot. Right. So you can't... So there's, there's no perfect place that, uh, that I've found yet. There's always going to be some type of detriment. Right. I think maybe Hawaii, but parts of it get rain, so you have that. Right. So anyway, well, uh, on to our topic today. So today we were going to talk about heart rate variability, which is one of my favorite things to utilize with my clients, and I know you do too. Yes, it is one of my favorite tools for my clients and for myself. Yes, so uh, for those Android people that are out there, there's there's a few systems that are there, but they're harder to utilize. There's one called BioForce, and depending upon the Android, how old your Android device is, there uh, there's currently not a lot available. I know the company that Stephanie and I are going to talk about today utilizes, um, they're actually working on an Android app, so that will hopefully come out sometime um, mid this year uh, from when I was last talking to them. So we'll see what kind of comes about with that. So uh, Android people don't feel neglected, but and there are systems where you use, and uh, they're fairly basic at the present time. But uh, some of the ones that we use with uh, our Apple devices seem to be a little more um, full, uh, I guess you would say. Full uh, service. Full on training. Yeah, right. full service. They, they provide a lot more in the, in the training. Right. So I guess with that, let's, uh, let's talk about our favorite. Well, let's talk uh, about what heart rate variability is. So for yeah. those folks who don't know what heart rate variability it is, it's the distance between your heart re- heartbeat. So if you, um, Ryan used the example um, earlier that in a 60 second, in one minute you have 60 seconds. If you have low heart rate variability, your heart is beating every second. Boom, boom, boom. If you have high heart rate variability, then there's, it's gonna be just for, before a second, a little longer than a second. Um, there's going to be variability in the distance between the beats. 
and you want to have high variability in between your heartbeats because that's a sign that your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system is working properly. It means that you're not stressed out, you're not on high alert, you're not stressing your adrenals. Um, whenever you're stressed out, your heart rate, because um, your body's under stress, is on high alert and those heartbeats are exactly on every second if you have a 60 second a minute heart rate. So do you want to add anything to that that makes it, you know, describes it a little better? Yeah, so I mean, I think that's where, so when people say, oh, I have a resting heart rate of, of 60, well, what they don't realize is that within that 60 second or their 60, uh, you know, that 60 beats per minute heart rate, resting heart rate is, there's actually, there's going to be times whenever they're at 50 beats per minute, there's going to be times whenever they're at 70 beats per minute. So that timing sometimes is going to be that 0 0.92, 1.03, kind of like what you described, but it's that we don't want that perfect regularity that is actually a sign of low resilience in your nervous system basically the, as you said the parasympathetic and sympathetic are not working together so we want to get teach people how to gain control and to get those systems back in balance that's correct and i was just looking uh, one of my clients who has an android uses the mega wave so that's another one for okay. android phone i was just spending a little time looking that up so what's great about heart rate variability, it, it tells you the truth when sometimes you lie to yourself, <laughs> which is what, <laughs> so sometimes we think we are invincible and we can keep going, going, going. Um, and a lot of times we feel like we can, and that's only because our um, adrenal glands are producing adrenaline and cortisol to keep you propped up when you really should be resting. Uh, if, uh, for my personal story about heart rate variability, um, I'm a trainer, and um, sometimes we don't all we don't work in the same location. I was contracted out to work in four different locations, and I thought that my system was handling it great. But I was training for uh, a marathon at the time, and it's I kept getting injured. I couldn't recover, and I thought I was overtraining, but I really wasn't and it wasn't until I started tracking my heart rate variability that there was a direct correlation between stress with my job and my heart rate variability. It had nothing to do with training. It was all stress from and other outside forces. I actually ended up ch um, changing jobs, um, measuring my heart rate variability and um, ending up a lot less stressed, a lot happier. Uh, something that's a little ironic too. Whenever you're stressed out, you always think that everybody else around you is being irritating, but you don't really, <laughs> you don't necessarily think that you're the problem. Well, whenever I got my stress under control and um, recovered from my injuries, I realized that I was being so rude and nasty to my family because I was so hyper irritable, and it had nothing. It wasn't them. It was me. So it's sort of a it's a pretty big eye-opener um, with the heart rate variability. It could really, literally change your life. Oh, absolutely. So, and it's not just that, not just the heart rate variability, and it's not just, you know, um, the stress in your life. Obviously, there's the stress of training. It, it actually measures 
allows us to look at everything from are we sensitive to foods? Are we, you know, um, are is our are our breeding patterns off? What are what's going on? You know, it allows us really to look at everything in our lives. So the the app that we both utilize is from a company called Sweetwater. And their website is sweetwaterhrv.com, but it actually gives us multiple measurements that we can look at in our in our system. So we have our daily heart rate variability for training, so which is you're going to spend five minutes resting before you get out of bed in the morning. You put your heart rate strap on and you're, you're going to check it, and it checks it from every day. So it's measuring it over time, and it's saying, okay, you're digging yourself into a hole. You need to rest today, or hey, you've recovered, and you can hit it full on. And then there's another part, which is the heart rate variability for stress, which is you can wear your stress, your heart rate monitor, and you can actually measure your stress throughout the day. Find out and correlate to things. Okay, um, my stress went up at 11, and my stress. I, I was going into a onto a conference call with a client that I didn't like. There's things that are that are like that. So you can utilize it that. So you learn, and then you can start learning to control your stress. There's heart rate variability for recovery. So whenever you are working out and, okay, are you recovering after you've done a high-intensity interval workout? Boom, what's going on with your with your uh, heart rate and your heart rate variability after you're done with that burst? And then the fourth thing that we use our app for is the food sensitivity. Do we have a, maybe not a full-on allergy to a certain food, but do we have, are we sensitive to it? Is it creating inflammation in our body because our body is fighting with the foods that we're taking in. So and then that can even lead to something like full blood tests or whatnot to to see for food allergies or food sensitivities of things that we need to stay away from. And another tool of the food sensitivity app is that if you find you're sensitive to a lot of different foods, maybe you have gut permeability and you need to address that issue with, you know, doing something like a GAPS protocol. Um, or something like that to heal your gut lining, and then that's going to help you with performance and recovery as well. Absolutely, yeah. We, we So that's one of the things that obviously dealing with endurance athletes is that leaky gut syndrome. You know, they're a high-carb diet, so many of them are so on, on, the, on a high-grain diet just because that's, you know, that's what they've been taught for so many years, and we end up with this leaky gut syndrome where, you know, they're – their system is stressed they're getting halfway through their event and you know they're having uh all types of gut issues gastrointestinal and, distress yes oh yeah and that's actually and the longer your event the the more the, the chances are that you're going to have some type of gi distress so whenever we look at you know um an iron man event we're going to look at around 60 percent of those are going to have some type of gi issues during that race so you know it's if you're if you're at the starting line you see everybody that's around you six out of ten of those are going to end up having some issues just hope it's not you that's where this is some of the stuff that we look at with our clients versus you know just a normal coach so to speak that's where our superhuman coaching that's where our years of experience our degrees and everything else comes into it uh, so we've obviously got lots of experience to, to handle this and help people through that. Yeah, the, um, which <laughs> I was when you were talking about sixty percent um, having gastrointestinal issues. Have you ever like all the porta potties towards the end of 
the the race are yeah. so disgusting. You're like I you would almost like to go find a bush than have to go into one of those. Absolutely. <laughs> but um um that's no other here they're near. <laughs> they're in probably but, the but it, yes, but it's definitely one of those right. uh, you know, one of those things that is is going to happen and if you are, you know, not training, you're not eating the right way and you're not checking what's going on in in your system, you're going to have those issues. Right. And you know, so for me, whenever I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, okay, you want to do this event. Well, do you want to complete the event or do you want to do well in the event? Right. You know, it's like, hey, if you just want to complete it, go on about what you're doing. You can probably complete it. And well, I may not necessarily be the coach for you, but because I want to help you be the best that you can be. Right. So, you know, and or in some different, you know, obviously I've got people that just want to complete and I'm more than happy to help them. But let's take it that step further. It's like, I don't want you to have this, these GI issues. So, well, the whole anyway, thing with coaching little... is, yeah, you want to make sure people, the thing with competing in, in any event or even everyday life, you want to be able to rest well, wake up refreshed, be able to navigate through your day, you know, relatively low stress, or if you have stress to manage it, be able to train where you feel good about your training. You want to recover, you know, effectively, and you want to be able to fall asleep and sleep well. So that's basically what I look um, through with my clients. We go through their day and finding out what's throwing something off. And heart rate variability is the I think the the least expensive, the most effective tool in identifying those problems like where are you having a problem? Is it your sleep? Is it how you're managing your work? Are you not um, how you're reacting to you know if someone cuts you off and you know while you're driving? Are you able to be like, hey, um, okay, I guess you're busy? Or are you going to get mad and use some you know? some profanity and then be all you know hyper and hypersensitive for the next hour or so because you're so upset someone cut you off it's just about navigating you know through your day and through your life being the best you know version of you possible and sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing those things I mean like whenever I was having a problem with stress I was so nasty to my family it wasn't them it was me and luckily it wasn't like I was doing that for years and they didn't I you know they didn't hold it against me but they said yeah mom you were cranky but um you know it's a quality of life issue if you're training for any endurance event or you know any type of event um and you have a job and you have a family you're you're juggling a lot of different things and you need to figure out what your triggers are so you're able to effectively manage those stressors and recover better. Yeah, which actually leads up to a perfect next point, which would be how learning how to manage those stressors. So um, there's really the, there's one simple way that actually helps us to get our system back in balance and to manage those stressors, and that is what? Breathing exercises. There you go. So you want to talk a little bit about um, some breathing exercises, a couple of different uh, ways that we might go about that? Well, there's um, diaphragmatic breathing, 
where um, you always want to breathe with your diaphragm. A lot of people breathe with their chest and their shoulders. So if you, while you're listening, if you put your hand on your stomach and if you take a deep breath in and then out, is your belly going out or your shoulders going up? If your shoulders are going up, you're not using your diaphragm to breathe and you're getting about 25% less air than you could be, which is, for one, not calming you down. <laughs> um, you want to um, get as much oxygen as possible and um, calm your nervous system. When you breathe in through your nose, you have some um, senses, some uh, nerve endings at the top of your sinuses that help you relax. So when you breathe in through your nose and out through your nose, you're actually trying to relax your system. If you look at a baby nursing, they're breathing through their nose, their babies, their belly's going in and out, and they're like, you know, they look happy. Um, my sister used to joke whenever my son would nurse, it was like you were giving him a drug. He was so, like, happy. <laughs> but, um... It's part of that oxytocin. Right? You're also releasing, you know, hormones, too. But... Right. But you want the, because you're breathing through your sinuses, um, you're relaxing your nervous system. So um, there is a, a way you can breathe too in the morning or whenever you're under a stress. It's like a four count, four breathing. I think you had said that, um, what did you call it whenever the four, 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 um, I call it four, um, four, four, four. Right. Yeah, it's, the, it's a tactical breathing of four by four. So this is right. the one that's used by military snipers and people that are in extremely high stress those tactical positions right where they have to really get control of themselves so those are in obviously in a, in a situation that could be considered extremely stressful so then what they do is they're going to breathe do a diaphragmatic breath in where it's a slow four count so it's in through the nose four three for two four. one and then you hold right. it four three two one for four right and then you let it out, four, three, two, one, and then you hold it out, four, three, two, one. I didn't actually know until today that that was a tactical breathing. That was a breathing exercise when I um, that we learned when I went to the Czech um, Institute exercise coach training program, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's it's used for all kinds of things. You just want to you know calm your system down. Something you can do um, if you you know, have a busy schedule before a meeting that's, you know, is going to be stressful or after it's stressful, you can put some essential oils in your hand, um, like lavender or young living has peace and calming, put in your hands, um, cup it around your nose and then do, um, just deep diaphragmatic breathing for a minute. Um, that will really help relax your nervous system. Essential oils, um, uh, you know, those senses at the top of your sinuses that goes um, directly to, I think it's your hypothalamus. I might be saying that wrong. But um, it goes straight <laughs> to your nervous system to, and it'll really relax you. So um, those are other tools to help get your nervous system, you know, relaxed and your heart rate variability up. So, and then with that, so you're in a stress situation, you know, the easy thing to do is that the breathing the apps that we use, the Sweetwater, uh, Sweetbeat has the breather breathing techniques built into it. So it actually, whenever you measure that, you actually... You're, it's going to show you a little the, picture, right? Yeah, Ithaly exactly. has so that too. Right. The Sweetbeat has a little swirl looking mm-hmm. smoke thing that you're supposed to look at. Yeah. Right. And then uh, then the other, other company that we can talk about is that really utilizes and 
and works on relieving stress, allowing you to get control of your sympathetic and parasympathetic, bring them back into balance is the HeartMath Institute. They do lots and lots of research on that. So they have uh, some other devices. There is one for the iPhone. Um, and so it's called the inner balance sensor. So it actually clips on your ear, but it has some other things that you utilize for measuring your heart rate variability and getting control of it. There's also the EM Wave 2, which is a portable heart rate variability. So it has some different things on there for you to utilize as well. But if you're in that stress situation, you're going into you're a public speaking. That's one of everybody's biggest fears. Everybody can't stay in public speaking. So you can actually get control of yourself or you're on your way to work every day and you're getting stressed out on your way to work and so different things like that you can learn how to get control of your system and bring your stress level down increase your heart rate variability so those are some other techniques and devices that you can utilize too yep sounds good so. those are all good tools and i hope that they're really helping our listeners get an idea of how um how you can change the way your body responds to stressors, um, tools to measure where you're stressed. I mean, I think the, the biggest thing about the heart rate variability, whatever meter you use, it's really showing you where you're at. And you're like, because you, your body will lie to you, but the, the heart rate variability will not lie. It will tell you where you're at. And then you can take steps to really, you know, fix those problems which yep. is pretty amazing. It's, yep. you know, technology today, when it comes to fitness and um, exercise, is just, it's amazing how all the tools we have to really increase our performance and change the quality of our life. Absolutely. And, yeah, so right now the CrossFit Games are starting for 2014. They're going to, so there's actually a lot of the athletes that are there that are, Utilizing that so they can check their recovery. Are they ready for their next workout? Are they, you know, are they digging themselves into a hole? So you know, it's not about CrossFit. It's about you know, it's about any type of athlete. It's about any type of person. To me, every person is an athlete. There's an athlete inside of us, and we can utilize this in every aspect of our life. Yep, sounds good. So, all right, well, great. Well, until our next episode here in a few days. We will uh, we will sign off and uh, hope and we'll add some of the notes and the links in our show notes too. Sounds good. Well, it's great talking to you, Ryan. Um, you can find Ryan at. So my the easiest thing to do is uh, I actually have a new Goop. website that'll be coming up. It's actually going to be ryansmithcoaching.com. That'll actually be up this week. And uh, there's some other. You can Google me, Coach Ryan Smith. I'm going to be I'm kind of all over the all over the place there. And you are at. I am at Pacific Fit. I'm one of Ben Greenfield's um, coaches for um, PacificFit.com. I think. Hold on, let me look that PacificFit.net. up. PacificFit.net. Oh, good. <laughs> I don't even know where to find me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and I also work um, for personal training. I work out of Get Fit um, Sports Performance center <laughs> so here in phoenix great so great. we will uh yeah so you can find us and we will be happy to take a look see what we can do to help you become a better athlete through our fitness geekiness yep <laughs> all right have a great day ryan thanks you too all right bye